welcome back to the Fit Life Formula Podcast. This is episode 56. My name is Brian Sippets. I'm the founder and CEO of Advantage Strength in Ann Arbor, Michigan. At Advantage Strength, we help people between the ages of 35 and 65 to live more, play more, and feel strong so that you can be active with your family and friends and get back to doing the things that you love to do. Uh, the Fit Life Formula is a really simple formula. It's just three, two, one, and this is something that we come up with that we've come up with as a uh, something that is an easier way to frame your activity in life uh, rather than going to the gym and grinding it out all the time and feeling like you know that that fitness uh, can only that fitness can only be done at the gym. Uh, we have a formula that is three, two, one, uh, and and your fitness life can be boiled down to this: three days a week of something you love to do. Uh, going for a walk, uh, going for a run with friends, going out on a hike with your family, gardening, uh, playing pickup basketball, playing pickup hockey, whatever it might be. So three days a week of something that you love to do that, that makes you sweaty. Two days a week of strength training. Okay, The strength training is going to keep your tissues strong. It's going to keep you able to uh, do the things that you love to do. And it's going to uh, make those things more enjoyable because you're going to feel better while you're doing them. All right. And then one workout each week that what we'll say is one workout that sucks. All right. And this is one workout that pushes you. That is a big challenge for you and uh, that gets your heart rate way up. So, right, so we're talking like an interval training session, maybe a hard run, something that really challenges your heart rate and brings that heart rate up. Uh, and so that is the Fit Life formula. I realize after all these episodes, very rarely have we explained that in the beginning. So it, sometimes it helps to know why this is called the Fit Life Formula, and uh, you know what that formula is, and how you can plug it into your life. Now, this is the official podcast of Advantage Strength, and um, today is the first day actually that we're we're recording this, like purposely recording this to share on YouTube, uh, and that's something that we're, that we're going to do from now on. Not only will we be uh, putting this on our uh, podcast hosting, we're we're available on Apple and anywhere else that you get your podcasts. Um, <clears throat> but we're also going to be posting it on our YouTube channel. So check that out. Um, many times we'll have, I'll have a, a guest with me, but today inspiration hit and I decided to go ahead and get this episode out because I was thinking about it. And this is something that can help you today. Um, so with that, uh, usually on this show, we're going to be talking nutrition. Uh, we'll talk about training. We'll talk about tips that are going to help you feel younger, move better, and stay active uh, so that you maintain your health and uh, enjoy doing things that that you like to do and feel better doing those things. And today is kind of a mindset, uh, a chat about mindset. <clears throat> and this is something that I heard on a podcast that I was listening to, um, I think most people, and this isn't a knock uh, because I'm in this in this boat, um, most of the time you hear something great, it was stolen from someone else. And um, I think for, for us at Advantage Strength and for me in this show, my job is not to come up with brand new material, but to curate the best material and bring it to you. So with that in mind, um, this is something that I learned directly from Anna Hartman. And, and Anna Hartman is a coach who has brought some really cool stuff to the table. Again, same thing. Um, she's brought other people's research kind of to the forefront. 
and uh, been really successful with it. And this is something that I heard her chatting about on a podcast, and it has to do with your self-talk, how you talk to yourself, how you um, how you treat yourself, basically. And the the conversation started around journaling. And so um, there's a book called The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod, um, which if you are a morning person, you want to start your day off right, check out the um, check out that book for sure. It's called The Miracle Morning, Hal Elrod. And he goes through five or six things that he does every morning, uh, 10 minutes each of those things. So it's like an hour routine in the morning. Um, you can check out the book. There's some, uh, you know, talk about whether that's practical for you or not, um, and a way for you to plug that into your life. But one of those things, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's movement, it's, uh, meditation, it's, uh, journaling, it's appreciation. Uh, and so the thing that they were talking about was journaling and to be perfectly honest, journaling isn't something that I do. I write a lot, uh, because I just, I digest things better when I write it down. I do write, but I do not keep a daily journal. Uh, There are very, very, very successful people who keep a daily journal. uh, And that doesn't necessarily have to be anything. I know Ari Weinzweig at Zingerman's sits down every morning before he starts and just puts a pen on the paper and lets it rip. And it might just be, it might start off with not sure what to write today. Um, But it's basically stream of consciousness just written out on to paper. Um, and he'll spend 10 or 15 minutes or, you know, three yellow legal pad pages worth of, of continuous writing. And so that can be considered journaling too. It's, it's not, uh, journaling isn't necessarily the thing you keep by your bedside. It's not a dear diary type of thing. A lot of times it's just getting your thoughts on paper. And so there was a conversation surrounding journaling and then this coach, Anna Hartman, was talking about how some of her athletes refer to themselves, right? She might have, uh, she may have some golfers who come in and just are ripping themselves on, on missing a putt. Like I was the worst putter today. Like I was horrible, could not find the hole, could not chip it onto the green. Um, and just, you know, really bashing a performance. And for us, that might translate into I was brutal on my diet this week. Like what a slob I had one handful of M&Ms and that turned into, uh, two chocolate bars. And I just could not put the brakes on like how ridiculous am I? This is, I I can't believe I did that. Um, and so that might be a little bit more familiar. It's, it's about the idea of being hard on yourself and, uh, you know, some people kind of put themselves in a bad place by doing that. And so, Anna was talking about that with her athletes. And, and when one of her athletes comes to her and, and has a, uh, a bad self-report uh, or a way that's, you know, disres- in a way that's disrespectful to themselves, she'll say, do me a favor, take 10 minutes and go and write all that down. And so they say, okay. And they, they go out and they come back 10 minutes later. Basically, they've written down all of these things that they've just reported about themselves. Um, we'll use our example uh, like I was horrible on my diet. Like I'm embarrassed to tell you what I ate. Uh, I did not get my butt off the couch, like super lazy week for me. I'm just sitting on the couch, could not get moving. Um, and we've all had weeks like that. 
So let's say we've journaled all of that. And so Anna Hartman, you would bring that, this athlete would bring that back to her and she would say, okay. And as reading this, uh, she would say like, go back and read that. And let me know if that's something that you would say to your best friend. If your best friend came to you with an issue, is this the way you would talk to your best friend? And looking through, it's like, you know, there's a lot of like self-deprecation and saying, you know, I'm no good at this. I suck. <clears throat> and you start to realize, well, no, there's not a chance I would write this to my best friend. And then the idea is, so, okay, if, if your best friend came to you and said that they had a bad week uh, on their diet, on their fitness, um, they're down on themselves right now. How would you respond to that? I want you to take 10 minutes now and change this response into something that you would write to a friend. Okay. So the, the, the idea here is a friend comes to you and says, I have been so bad this week on my diet. I, I, you know, went out to eat three times. Two of those were fast food. I just couldn't get meals ready in time. Uh, couldn't get interested in cooking, things like that. And so how would you respond to that friend? And so the idea is you're going to write down, you would write down what your response would be. You know what? This can be simple to fix. This is, this is, this is a, uh, something you don't have to fix it all at once. You can, you know, just take baby steps where you prepare one meal at home or, or, um, just get out the ingredients to prepare one meal or, you know, however you might respond to a friend to make them feel better, not letting them off the hook necessarily, but to show them that there's hope, that there's light at the end of the tunnel, that, that they can like, you know what? I know that's hard and things do get busy, but uh, here's something that might help you. All right. And so the idea of turning your self reports uh, into like a, I guess a frame or to frame your self reports as though you're talking to your best friend is going to be a way that's, that's easier on you. It offers more helpful suggestions rather than just burying you and putting you in a bad place. And it's just going to get, give you more hope and more positive energy to carry out going forward to help with the issues that you're having. Uh, there are some people who respond well to, you know, and, and you'll see a lot of athletes that they'll speak to themselves in the third person. You know, if I was one of those, but like, come on, Brian, you're better than that. Um, <laughs> there are some people that respond well to that, but a steady diet of that isn't, um, isn't always productive. And it might be a way to, you start having these thoughts about yourself and you start to, um, perseverate on these, these thoughts and all of a sudden it becomes who you are. So now all of a sudden, instead of somebody who missed their workouts for a week, you're now someone who doesn't work out, um, <clears throat> after several weeks of that, right? So this is a way to not only frame your situation in a little bit more positive light. You know, if you were, if you wrote to yourself or talked to yourself, like you were talking to your best friend, it's a way to put yourself in a little bit better place about what, uh, your, what the trouble is. It's a way to start. Usually when you're more positive about things, you start coming up with solutions a little bit better rather than feeling helpless or hopeless about the situation. 
Um, and then it's also just going to give you more positive energy to roll forward with uh, and take some action. Because sometimes burying yourself is not the way to, <clears throat> to get yourself into action. And so I wanted to share that today. It was a little bit off the cuff and, and hopefully that wasn't too obvious, but the idea of um, talking to yourself as though you're talking to your best friend. Like if you were sitting across the table from your best friend who was having trouble with something, okay? you'd be there with them. You would maybe offer some suggestions. Uh, you'd be empathetic. And I think you need to treat yourself the same way. And this fits into the, the formula, the fit life formula, because there are going to be days where you don't, there are going to be weeks where you don't get um, two days of strength training. There's going to be days where you were supposed to be more active or you didn't get the thing done, even though it's something you love to do. And so, you know, to treat yourself a little bit kinder about that is, is going to give you more energy to go forward and keep you from, from like these long extended, um, you know, times where maybe you're going through one right now where, uh, COVID has, has, has gone on for way too long now. And you've been at home and you, you feel like you're trapped because you sit at the desk all day and you work from home and your kids are home going to school. And, um, that's probably left you in a spot where it's really hard to take care of your own fitness. Well, this is a way that you can be a little bit kinder to yourself and maybe create some forward momentum on, you know, taking care of yourself first and getting back into a good habits, a good routine, getting back to cooking meals and um, can just generally help you get out of ruts. And so I wanted to share that with you today. Uh, with everything that's going on right now, we are open in, in the gym and we will be, we'll continue to be open as long as uh, things continue to open up. Uh, we are running our personalized training and and um, operating almost as normal within the gym. Obviously, we have protocols in place. So if you're in that spot where you feel like uh, you've gotten yourself stuck, be a little bit kinder to yourself. Um, talk to yourself like you're talking to a friend. And then if there's anything we can help you out with, feel free to reach me at brian at advantagestrength.com, B-R-I-A-N at advantagestrength.com. And maybe we can help on that front as well. So Thanks so much for listening in really quickly here for episode 56 of the Fit Life Formula. Um, until next time, uh, follow the Fit Life Formula. That's three days a week of something you love to do, two days a week of strength training, and one workout that just sucks. And we'll talk to you soon.